Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, Lanena. Hello, Caliton. And hello to the rest of the world. I'm Ryan. I'm a massive croissant. And I'm Ivan. Also a croissant. And tonight is our second instalment on Survivor UK. This is the podcast where we watch reality TV, so you don't have to. Welcome to episode 20 of It's Just a Game. We're on 20. Happy birthday! Hello and welcome to episode 20 of It's Just a Game, the podcast where we watch reality TV so you don't have to. Every week we look at the hot goals, the dramatic strategies and more on your favourite... From your favourite... Oh. <laughs> 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 this is... Do you know, actually, it's not just your favourite, it's the world's favourite... Favorite. <laughs> Right, well, it's our favourite strategies and more. And this week we're here to talk about episodes three and four of Survivor UK. To do that, I'm joined by my two tribe mates. Wilf is here with us today. Hello, Wilf. How are you? I'm good. No, I'm good, man. Wilf is undergoing depression then. I'm excited to listen to your opinions. um, Yeah. Because a lot of us, we have divisive opinions sometimes we've got stuff to say here and ivan's here with us today to also share his opinion hello ivan how how have your opinions been oh my opinions have been top-notch joel (laughs) domit been top-notch thank you very much okay i tried to find your name on the screen and i just saw joel domit and decided so just in case you forget you know my name is ryan it's okay it's only been 20 episodes you know it's just i really struggle were you on the traitors Mm, i I was working i was production i worked on sound sound design (laughs) Now I recognise you from somewhere. 
Yeah. Right. Anyway, now we're entering a spoiler zone. So if you haven't seen episodes one to four of Survivor UK and you do not want to be spoiled, go away and come back when you're done. If you have seen it, stay right here. Do not move. Freeze. And if you don't mind being spoiled, Ivan is here to catch us up. And his brand new segment, he's never done that before, called What's Been Going On, Ivan? Ivan, what's been going on, Ivan? Well, I'd love to tell you, Ryan. Thank you very much. Let's start with episode three, where Boxer Lee leads a men versus not men fracture in Lenaina. Lawrence and Ren are given a fishy dilemma. They both lie to their tribes and neither gets away with it. More of that later. The task is a team pursuit sandbag carrying race in the water. You know the kind of thing. Lenaina, on Lee's strategy, goes out fast and goes out fast. They're down to the final three men really quick and are the hare to Calaton's tortoise. The Tong, as I'm, I'm now calling them, the Tong win. Lee decides he's picking which of what he calls the blondes are going home. His misogyny is showing and he's an Ow. obvious target. Rach and Ashley target Lee and his bad strategy, but it's too late. Lenaina go with the safety of Lee and vote out Rach. But now the men outnumber the not men by four to three. What a bad strategy. Let's talk about that later. On to episode four, and Lenaina are down to their last pineapple. Doug, with a clue from Ren, finds the first immunity idol and hides it beautifully from Pegleg by sitting on a log for a bit. Brilliant. In Keleton, or the Tall, Lawrence shares with Tanuke that there is a hidden idol. Everyone's struggling to relate to Shay. The reward challenge is a bell ring wrestle length. You know that kind of thing. Keleton wins a barbecue, but yoga instructor Leilani is becoming isolated as the weakest of the team. The immunity challenge is a balance beam reverse Jenga. You don't know the kind of thing, and it really doesn't suit Pegleg. Aside from him, though, it suits everyone who struggled in the strength challenges. Lenaina win to even the numbers, or do they? Calaton, further behind in terms of forming alliances than Lenaina, deliberately, deliberately, deliberate between Shay and Leilani. But the vote is for who to send to Lenaina. So who do they so send? They overwhelmingly send the person whose name sounds most like Lenaina, Lelani. And that's where we end the episode. Lelani goes to Lenaina. And that's the end. <laughs> that's the podcast. <laughs> that's basically it. Thank you for coming. My name is Ryan. No. Uh, but look, like, there's going to be a lot to discuss here. Let's take it from the top. And by the top, I do not mean, you know, Lawrence's morning skinny dip in the first episode uh, of this week. You know, you just the man just gets naked for no reason. Fair enough. I respect that. Is he the top? I feel like he's verse. Do you think he's verse? Yeah. What's that mean? It's a, this is, yeah, it's a, it's a joke for a specific segment of yeah. origins. Uh, I, I trust you'll appreciate it. Okay. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about... <laughs> You know, we'll come back to the strategy. There's a lot of strategize. Strategi- uh, no, go on. There's a lot on. of strategizing in the morning. Yeah, you got it there, mate. You got it. It's fine. There's a lot of strategizing. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Don't you try and do another take. We know what you're doing. Carry on. Come on. Carry on. No, it's like we see it in the morning. There's a lot of strategizing. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, but we'll get back to that. First, I want to talk about that nice little twist, the outpost, and the immunity idol is back. That is such a powerful weapon in this game. It's given rise to some of the most iconic moments of that game in other countries, and I can't wait to see how it gets used, if it gets used the right way. Uh, but first, let's talk about how you get to that immunity idol. The outposts, Lawrence and Ren go away, uh, and they've got a choice. Do you get the potato and you get a clue for yourself, or do you get a fish, small fish or big fish? My first question for you guys is, you get sent to the outpost. What are you picking? What do you go for? Let's start with you, Ivan. Okay, so I'm going to take what I would have done 
And then I'm going to say, well, that was a terrible idea. What I would have done <clears throat> was gone for the small fish like Ren did, but then made up a story about some like sliding tiles puzzle. And I had to keep wagering whether I wanted to go for the bigger award. And eventually I decided to bring the fish back because I didn't want to risk the larger fish to lose because the risk, the, the lie that they brought back wasn't impressive yeah. and it was seen through, but I'm bloody glad I wasn't in the game because then when the tribes met and chatted about it, they were like, did you have to do the slide puzzle? And the other person would have given away. That was a total lie. So actually that would have been my strategy, but I'm really, really happy glad I didn't get a chance to ruin my chances on survival with that one. Will? Um, I think I would have gone for the middle fish. I think the, the the middle fish. Well, there's not middle fish. There was only two. Um, the small fish. The small fish. There was actually a tiny fish hidden inside the potato. Yeah. I, don't know if you <laughs> I would have went for the small fish and a clue, um, and I would have come up with a more impressive story. Exactly what Ivan said. Like mm. I think the worst one was I had to choose between this and a bag of rice, and I was like, and and the thing is, what. Like people clicked onto it straight away, and even Lee and Lee's not the greatest um, sort of person to think about strategy. I I don't think personally, but that's what I would have done. I would have gone there with this story. I would have came back. Go on then. What's the story? Come on, you got you have to think now. Go. What's the story? Okay, you just come back. You're you're back to camp. Oh hey, how was the challenge? Oh, it was really hard. I had to compete in a strategic puzzle with slides. No, I would have just said I had to complete compete in a in a challenge where I don't know. I don't yeah. even know from the top of my head because uh, I would have immediately asked you for more details about that. So that it would have been, it's it's difficult. It's hard lying, yeah, to a group of like some of, of people, some of which are actually reasonably oh smart. Okay, hang about this. Hang about this. You what? You waddle back into the tribe. You sit down slowly, wince ah, as you sit down, holding the fish ahead of you the whole time. What happened? Why have you got a fish? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. I, that's my that's my strategy. Drop the fish in the sand. <laughs> yeah. Right. What about you, mate? The middle option is deeply unsatisfactory to me because you've got to share your hand and at this stage just early in the game there is nobody on this camp i trust enough sooner or later somebody's going to spread that word and they will backfire mm. um it's sort yeah. of a lose 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 game because if you do that then there you are if you get the potato you know christopher was uh, you know cheeky and smart and asked about the other team about what they got and that would have basically killed any strategy there so there was no winning as soon as christopher started doing that asking questions in my opinion uh but still I, because of the strength of the music idol i would have gone for the potato and i would just pretend there was a challenge that i lost against the other team the only other option there and i agree with you actually that is a good one until you're found out and then you're like well i got the idol is to get the big fish and know that for one day you've got the advantage of just knowing there is one Everyone else is going to find out when Joel Donnell, mm -hmm. daddy, says, uh, does anyone have the idol? So you've got one day to find it. So if you really, really think you're very good at treasure hunt, you go, all right, don't give me the clue. Just tell me there is one that already changes the game for me. And now I've just got to find it and spend the entire but, day like picking up wood. Yeah, but how sus is that? Like you go off for a challenge, come back with a big fish and you're like, anyway, guys, I'm just going to run off for like 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> search the forest floor for anything. I don't know. Just, just maybe just like mushrooms. Or... Because Ren came in and was like, yeah. And then they go, oh, do you want to go look for some um, spark rocks or whatever they're called? And then walks off and they're like, <laughs> one croc, yeah. 
where she, where she, where have they gone? Where's Ren? Like, I don't know. She just took dog off. Honestly, she took dog off. They, they could have picked a better excuse, honestly. Because like, yeah, I'm just gonna go look for rocks. Like, honestly, <laughs> could you have made it even less? Okay, here's my new recurring segment. Make up an excuse, just like Ren. Where did you go for four hours? Well, you're definitely looking for the idol. Uh, two words: diarrhea day. <laughs> Wilf, where are you going? I found some really interesting caves. And obviously my, my wife, she's into, she went to do geography in university and we normally go on trips where we go through mountains and stuff. And I just found it really intriguing and just needed some time. Oh my God, I love caves. Show me the caves, Will. I'll show you <laughs> the caves. Take me now. Take me now to the caves just before it gets dark. <laughs> Ivan, I can turn oh, this back was... on you. Okay, Ivan, show me the diarrhea. Where did you have a shit? <laughs> Show me your ass, Ivan. I did it in the sea. I did it in the sea and I was wiping as I was going. Show me the part of the beach where you shat, Ivan. That's all excuses. <laughs> now, we, we know in that case that we would have each done uh, while facing the outpost. So the next question is, we're dealing with a situation that's been gifted to us. Imagine you're Ren. Ren comes to camp, they lie about the idol, people get suspicious really fast. Surely you may, you're putting a target on your back when you're doing that. So how do you get out of that? How do you dig yourself out of that hole? There's something that begins with M and ends in effort acting. And I think you completely convince... Hang on, no, no, give us a chance. Will, give us a chance to think of the answer. Come on, give us like five, <laughs> ten seconds. <laughs> no, I'll give up. Yeah, it's method acting. Um, <laughs> but no, honestly, I feel like you have to convince yourself that you've done nothing wrong. Like, I remember when we did that show once where I had to really pretend and convince myself that I was a faithful. I had to convince myself. So I was just doing things that they were doing. Yeah. What's that show? I've never heard of it. Is, uh, was that like ITV3? No. Yeah. Yeah. It was an ITV. It was, yeah, ITV3. So your solution is you're deep in the hole. Let's dig deeper. No, you're deep in the hole. Just don't dig anymore. Just stay in the hole. <laughs> because you know what? Because actually, I was going to agree with you. Like, when you're in that sort of hole, you're just like, there's two ways you get away with that. Either you admit it's a lie, but you pay the price, or you just keep lying. Eventually, people are just going to stop digging. You're just going to keep, you know, keep, keep up the light. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the most important thing here is uh, the reason why I'd have taken the smaller fish is it's an opportunity to gain an ally for quite a few episodes. So mm. while um, it's a it's a weak position to be in, um, if you and uh, exactly as happened with Ren, if Ren and Doug find the idol, even if everyone suspects them, they're not going them for, for them for three weeks, and maybe they respect the game a little bit. If it lasted forever, Doug would keep it. Because it only lasts for three episodes, there's a chance if Ren needs it, Doug gives it to Ren. So it is quite a good alliance they've got there. Yeah. And actually, that brings me onto a point, which uh, is something you always see on Survivor throughout the years. Uh, what's really powerful about the idol isn't just the idol itself. It's the threat of the idol at Travel Council. The mere knowledge that this person, if once you start suspecting somebody will have an idol, you will inevitably either just not vote for them because that's too much of a hassle or you'll split the votes to, you know, handle the idol. Uh, but when you split the votes, then you give some space to another alliance to get in and not split the vote and turn the, the game on its head. So the power of the idol is actually in what it can do uh, more than what it actually does. But you're relying on smart votes there. And we haven't, maybe we will halfway through this series towards yeah. the end of this series. We haven't yet got to a point where even though the reliances, 
They're not really voting with their alliances. It's not strong enough. Mm, yet. They're voting on vibes, what really. What are talking about there of like, okay, well, there's, you know, four of us in the alliance. Let's spread bets. Two on you, two on you. If one of you's got the, the idol, the other one gets two votes. That's really, really advanced mm. thinking for where we currently are. And I guess that's an interesting sidebar. That's my one issue with the game so far now, four episodes in. I just feel like the game has been lacking in tactical voting, tactical thinking. They're sort of taking it... I think they're doing the same thing we did on Traitors, which was take it one day at a time, and at the end of every day, be like, oh, thank God, it wasn't me. Yeah. Okay, let's figure out what we yeah. do next. And just panic every three days, not have a clear plan, a clear vision to the end of the game. I think it's very simple this, um, this season... Um, this series because so far it is people voting on tasks that's it at the moment it's like okay who did well who's who's gonna help us in the future it's very much that's there's no tactical voting in terms of we're starting to see little clips of people say it's gonna we're gonna have to turn on each other at some point we're gonna have to turn on each other at some point a lot of people have said that but the moment the voting has mainly been just literally on performance based it's not that's what I think from my my point of view. You're right. You're right. I definitely agree with you. The Leilani vote was was about that. The Lenaina vote that when they got rid of Rach in episode three was interesting because it was <sighs> tactical. It was the start of that was Lee saying, I want a boys' club. Let's get rid of one of the not boys. And then the others reacting to that. The tactical voting came in with the number of not boys that decided to join in with Lee's vote because it was another easy win. So seeing, for example, Ren. And others, um, I've forgotten her name, uh, Hannah, is it Hannah, who's also in that group, who's a footballer? Yeah. Maybe. Um, bow to that and go with Lee's vote is very, very interesting because what it did, we were talking last episode about this, like two alliances in Lenaina, immediately that broke. That was nothing. It was a very, very fleeting alliance. So I'm interested to see when the first alliance lands that sticks. I think this boys be not boys thing in Lenaina will stick. But it, it's, I'm fascinated by that. Compared to Kelaton, who haven't yet got an alliance four episodes in, that's for me the mm-hmm. one to watch. Sorry, because Elena has had to vote, um, you know, actually they, they split, Equal like they both had two tribal councils. But I think Lynette, obviously the first vote is very much like what happens, happens. It's quite random. Um, and the strategies don't really build before the first vote. And then for two votes, they don't have to vote. So they've only had to really start thinking about strategy in episode four. The strategy seem, in Kelaton seems to be we don't like Shay. It's just that, like we don't, yeah, like we're just one group. And this well, is strategy is a big word. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. The strategy is if we don't get immunity, we're going for Shay, okay? <laughs> so he, he, they, yeah. he's making them all immune. That's how it feels. <laughs> Unfortunately yeah. for them, strategy is a big word, and you've got to make it up by using jigsaw, uh, balanced <laughs> against people, and they're like S T R A, and it's not managing to, to build that up. Can we do a challenge rundown? Because there were some great challenges this episode, yeah. these two episodes. Okay. Let's have a chat about the challenges then. Challenge run down. How did you feel? Now, a reminder of what we had so far. You know, Ivan's been over this. We had the sort of hot pursuit challenge where they were in the river with 15 kilo bags uh, and where, you know, Lee came loud and strong with the strategy. That was a complete failure. Then we had the one-to-one face-off in the water trying to ring a bell, sort of fight vibe, very similar to what we had already before. And then the immunity challenge, which involved balancing blocks on a platform, stacking them out to spell the word immunity, uh, which was great for everyone except Peg Leg. Um, He was just dyslexic. (laughs) (laughs) He kept spelling it to me. (laughs) Actually, it was amazing to watch him do it in the end. I love love Peg Leg. I think he's funny. Uh, uh, 
Yeah. Right. Okay. So these challenges, favorite challenges. What did you like about it? Any feedback? Any comments? Just a little bit of feedback. Will. Oh, can I give some quick feedback? I've really, I've written this feedback. down, and this is true. I bet you most of the people that watch this think exactly the same thing. I could do that easily. Like, but I know I couldn't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? In my mind, no, I'm like, no, I couldn't. I'm like, yeah, that looks. Yeah, I could do that. But then, realistically, I agree. I agree with you, Will. I know you yeah, couldn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look. They look like you could do them, but you can tell they're so much harder than what you think they are. Does that make sense? It's very simple games, mm-hmm. but you know it's because visually they don't make them very impressive they make them look like sometimes like kids kids games you yeah. know and like it likes a bit of gravitas of like you know like bright colors and it's just looking like nice and fun no no no. i want i want pain I love how physical they are they just chuck each other up like you know when they were doing the going against each other in the water running towards each other yeah that, that like that looked hard the side looked hard like if you flung someone and ate their head there do you know what i mean i was like oh my god this is physical i didn't expect it to be so physical <laughs> i want to i want to bring up uh, something from that task i want to bring up a new recurring segment ivan's mm-hmm. task hack of the week okay um which has a, a jingle uh ryan ivan's task hack of the week quick <laughs> Uh, and that's definitely the noise of a pig and not of Will doing something <laughs> terrible to his hand. Okay, so what I love about Survivor is you often get people who hack challenges and figure out a way to win it brilliantly. I want to draw attention to Rachel. Not Rach, but Rachel, who in her battle with Hannah runs, looks like she's going to run past her. They think, oh, it's going to be a straight race all the way. As she runs past her, she reaches out her hand to the seat of uh, Hannah's pants and just... Thump, pulls her off balance so she falls backwards just a tiny bit doesn't have to fall off her off her feet doesn't have to fall down just pulls her off her balance a little bit that means she can carry on running forward but now hannah has to try and run and stop her and what we saw from the game is as soon as someone else tries to stop somebody else in that game they lose you have to be the one who's going for it it was so bloody clever and what was most clever about it was she'd obviously watched the first three races and gone i need to be the one who's being chased all mm. I've got to do is bring her half a second behind me and her brain has to make the decision. I have to stop her now. Brilliant. Brilliant, Rachel. Yeah, amazing. Love you, Rachel. And I really like the point where, you know, Joel goes, and now the chase is on. And then they bring up like this fat guy that just answers questions. Or was I watching the wrong channel? <laughs> was that, maybe I was watching the wrong show. Sorry. <laughs> I just, when I was watching it, I was like, I'd take it as a basketball player. No one like a basketball player goes to run past someone and do that little turn. Mm. They do a little turn and they carry on running. Yeah. That's what I think I would try and do in my brain. I try to do a little turn and, and then carry you on. fall over and you just drink loads of water and get like. <laughs> but the one makes it so much harder. But the one thing I have to say is like, basically, every week we sort of get like some challenge that basically involves like two people fighting each other. We had this in the first week, we had this this week, and in a trailer for next week, we can see there's another bit of two people fighting on a different different environment like gladiator yeah there's there's two two options here right one the people setting the games don't have that many ideas or two which i thought was quite clever for a minute they're trying to get into your head it's all physical so they can then do the skill challenges and then people like leilani can suddenly do really well I'm hoping it's that. It's really lacking skill challenges. The producers are going, we don't really like Lee that much. Let's put some skill ones in there just to mess up his game plan. <laughs> no, I've got one more wrestling one first. All right, put the wrestling one on then. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that, that was my, my take uh, on the challenges at Lee. Yeah, please, like something more mental. Give me a puzzle. Give me something, something that just messes with everyone's brain. Yeah. 
Survivor is at its best when it's the intersection between yeah. brain and brawn. And so far it's been mostly brawn, brawn and a and little bit of brain. And that's why they voted Leilani to the other group because they were like, well, it's been six six tasks and five have been physical. Like, okay, you've noticed. You've noticed. Well, I, I like to hope that next week they'll actually regret that because just after they send Leilani to La Nena, I love saying this, just after they've done that, uh, all of a sudden the challenges stop being, you know, very much brain-based. And at that point they're like, oh, shit. Now that would yeah. be a good twist. If Leilani was an if Leilani was a nana, she'd be Nana Leilani at Nana. And if she was kneeling, it'd be the kneeling <laughs> Nana Leilani at Nana. <laughs> and if she was being nailed, then we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> right on that note, let's start talking then about the alliances because that's something that we we've touched on. And I've got you know opinions on Lee's alliance, which is basically just quite sexist, to be honest. Like, they, oh, yeah. you know, it happens every once in a while in Survivor. There's always this one guy who's just all about brawn, no brain, just a lot of muscle, and just goes, "Oh hey boys, we should do boy alliance and just vote without the girls." And it's <laughs> what well, boys? I find this deeply stupid, deeply sexist, and it generally just shows a deep misunderstanding of the game in the first place i just hate everything with the strategy and the way he's not even discreet about it it's like a bull in a china shop he just goes in there like goes to people and say hey vote for rachel doesn't even say hello just oh hey you should vote for rachel like it's just like there's no finesse there's no forward thinking there is no advanced planning there's just brains and like oh hey let's go let's go for the boys but it's the worst thing it the worst thing about it is yeah it's worked at the moment right but well it's not worked but he's doing it and at first i was like because you message saying lee might be a little bit misogynistic i was like i'm gonna give him a chance and actually try and listen <laughs> and just see and at first i was like okay like that and then toward, it gets worse and worse he's like what did he say he goes it's nothing about sexism it's about who's strong and all the ladies are on the bench. <laughs> I'm like, it's, 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 and I'm just like, yeah, man. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't save you from I that. I can't save you, bro. <laughs> and also, it's so inconsistent. He literally said, yeah, oh, if you're weak, get out of the game because we're going to be strong and win without you. We're faster without you. It's like, okay, well, they look, yeah, because it's tight. <laughs> then he told them all to leave the game and they left the game. It's like, you're weak for doing what I tell you to do. That's not a great accent. I apologize to all Irish people in the world. But, I think he lost two challenge, like two of his individual ones. I think. I think he's lost two as himself. So to have that audacity to go, oh, we need to keep all the strong people in. It's like, okay, well, you've lost two. What about you later, mate? mate. <laughs> but that's actually something that sort of annoys me with this tactic. Like uh, with the other players, like they see Lee doing this, they've got a great excuse to say, "Oh, let's vote for the sexist guy." That's an easy vote. That's a vote that nobody will ever disagree with you on. That's a vote that will, in fact, make you popular. Besides, yeah. they've just come out of a challenge where he caused the loss. He messed it up. He went in with his balls on a strategy all loud and he messed it up for the team the team lost because of him and nobody attacks him on this nobody goes immediately the two girls ashley and rachel they just go against one another when they could stop for a second and go actually ashley rachel let's take a second actually why are we not going for the guy who fucked it up for the team that's such an easy vote winner there's not not any very very good strategy in this in in this whole in their their camp that it's very much like I don't get it. It's like nobody's thinking real strategic. It was a, it was an open king in a game of chess. It was like, here you go, have it. Uh, anyone who took up on that and went, all right, everyone, let's vote for him. I was thinking Ren or Doug. 
both very clever people, both easily yeah. could have basically become the de facto leader of that entire tribe, not that they wanted that, or at least respected by more than half of that tribe, a very, very comfortable seat in a strong alliance if they just got five people, four people, to vote for him. It would have been so easy. Nobody stepped up, disappointed. It, the only reason I can think that it didn't happen is because nobody wanted to be that visible at this early. That's the only way I can think of it. I think they're just yeah. a bit too British about it. They're too keen to avoid confrontation. But the whole point of this game is confrontation. You're just delaying the inevitable. I'm not someone who often brings up the traitors, but I want to bring this up for a second. I want to remind you all of the feeling of when you're in the round table and you hear someone else's name get brought up and you're like, phew, I'm free for a day. And I think what happened there was, and I, I am as guilty of this as anyone else first three days, of being like, Oh, thank God. My name's not up. Cool. I can relax. I can just go with the majority. Ren, Doug, I said they were bad strategists. Maybe not because they did what I did, which was just to say, all right, I'll attack Lee another day because for now I'm safe and that's all I care about. It's exactly what you were saying, Ryan. Safe for one day. Maybe that's enough. In the long run, it's not going to win you the game. Yeah. yeah. That's Agreed. that's Lee's strategy on uh, Lanena. And then we've got Kaliton. Uh Kaliton. Is there really a strategy there? I don't know what you and you guys thought about this, but I... I should believe there was one. I, it's just let's go for the guys that's a little bit annoying. Yeah, and to be fair, I haven't seen enough of them. I don't think they got a heart near and nowhere near as much airtime to, to watch the, in the two episodes. Mm. You didn't really see much. It was just them being really happy in a barbecue together and being really happy in communal and bitching about Shay. Like that was all, all there. There, that's all we've seen. We yeah. didn't see anything else. That's what, well, from what it, it felt like a lot in the run up to Tribal Council, actually. It felt very short. It just felt like a lot of rambling of like, it, it didn't feel like anyone was gearing things up. Like these few hours between the Emergency Challenge that you've just lost in Tribal Council are key to like rile up people to bring your troops together to sort something out. And they all just go for it like, eh, we'll see what happens, whatever. I was going to say, it just, it felt more like reality, British reality TV than anything else. Just then be like, oh, this guy's an outsider. This, she didn't do yeah. well on the tasks. It was just, it was, I just, I'm waiting for them to step up. There's some good players in that team. Lawrence, I think is quite clever. A lot of them are quite yeah. clever. Go on, mate. I think they are, um, I think they need a shake up to realize they're not on holiday. That actually brings me to my, my final point for today, which is that, that new twist at the end, um, you know, you're voting to send somebody to the other tribe. What did you think of this twist, Ivan? I like it. Um, I, my instant reaction was, hey, that's not fair. Um, but it's the game. Um, it's just a game. I like it because it brings an element of strategy as, uh, as it turns out, Leilani is sort of considered by the other team. Do they accept her or not? Obviously, they can vote her out next tribal council. That's an easy win for them if they want. Or they can go, great, you know, we gain someone else. The women in that group and Ren should say, ah, we're back to four all again. We can regain that majority and vote out Lee. So they can use her and draw her into an alliance and then think everyone's going to vote her out and bam, strike. So I like it in terms of what it throws up for next episode. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you, Wilf. Um, I'll be honest. I really like twists in reality shows. I think they're amazing. It's my favorite flavor of Fanta as well. <laughs> the, wor <laughs> the worst one that I've, the worst one though, is when people 
are going to be eliminated but are not i've always hated it in reality shows i I, I always have it's like i I feel like it's not fair Mm -hmm. i really do like for me if you're out you're out that's it so that's just my opinion that's part of the way i feel about this uh so like ivan i like what this means for the future this could be really interesting this will we'll see you know if leilani can strategize staying in Atlanta. um and you know probably a lot of that probably depends on you know if um if Lanena wins the next immunity challenge and she'll probably have enough time to solidify a role there and stay in. Mm-hmm. If they lose, then she's probably going to run out of time. Time's going to be a bit too short and she's probably going to be the next person out. Uh, and so that could be interesting uh, to see, you know, in the next few episodes. What I don't like about it is that it partly feels like a reward for the tribe that's actually going to tribal council. They're In their mind, they're getting a reward. They're getting rid of dead wood. Uh, and in fact, it makes the game harder for Lenena, who now have a wider pool of people uh, to, to deal with all the way until the merger. So I'm not a massive, a massive fan of how this impacts the tribes, like both tribes, really. Yeah, I feel like it should have been given in a different way. I, it was strange that it was just like, oh, I don't know, the fourth elimination is not an elimination. It should have almost, as you say, been like, not a reward, but maybe a choice or something they could vote for or, you know, something that felt like a different part of the game than just a tribal council. Okay. Well, I guess my last question then is, do you send Leilani over? You know, you've got a bunch of people to vote for. Who are you going to send over? You've got Jess, you've got Lawrence, you've got Leilani, Matthew, Nathan, Rachel, Shay, and Tanuki. It does make sense to send Leilani, but only if you consider that all the future tasks will be physical tasks. She also seems, I mean, she's quite peppy, isn't she, in the way she sort of constantly dances around and stuff. Mm. You can't send Shay, because even though you don't get on with him, you know he's bloody They need him. They need him. He's, he's clever and strong. They need that man. Yeah, um, it's quite hard, actually. I don't think I could have sent anyone else. I can't think of anyone else. Imagine Lee waking up with another boy. He'd be well happy, wouldn't he? <laughs> yes, boys! <laughs> <laughs> well that's pretty much well hang on a minute hang on a minute i've got a recurring segment okay well before we go <laughs> here's ivan's recurring segment ivan it does have, this this segment is nameless but it's important because we always think say who we think is going to win the show and we never stick to it right now we are sticking to our initial project projections projections i said and i'll stick with that too yeah, so okay. ryan you said ren i said uh matthew and uh, Wilf, you said Pegleg. So let's check in with these three. Whom right now of those three is most likely to win? What do we think? Ren, obviously. Maybe, but no. Ren was flying quite close to the sun in episode three. <clears throat> and I was thinking there was like a 20% chance they went home. So actually, in terms of keeping their head below the ground, whatever it is, their nose below the parapet, I'd say Matthew's doing the best of these three right now. Yeah, I think I agree. Pegleg, I see people just getting him out at some point. Because um, I feel like as somebody, he is struggling on some of the channel, uh, challenges. Um, I was just worried at some point he might seem like a bit of an outsider. And nothing to do yeah. with his leg, just simply the fact that he's like a, you know, a Cornish man from a slightly closeted place. He maybe doesn't... I, I, he seems very cool, but there's a lot of British flags going on. And there's one thing we know about British flags, it often needs to um, closeted views. <laughs> it, it may not... I have no evidence to know that he's like this. It's just simply a, it's a flag. slightly prejudiced. It's, not, it's, an, it's, a, it's a red flag. It's a stereotype, is it? Ivan, are you stereotyping? I'm, I'm not. I'm with the <laughs> so that's my recurring segment. I just want to check in because I want to see who actually wins with these initial predictions. No changing. Will, I heard you say you want someone else to win and think they will. Too late. It's too late for 
that. No, but I like Doug. I think, no, that, mate, I, I'm sticking with Pegleg because that was my you're initial You're not allowed thing, to like Doug, actually. No, sorry. Why? No, you're not. no, because I say so. You have to only like Pegleg. Okay. But yeah, at the end of the day, look, <laughs> I stand by Ren. Uh, but anyway, that's <laughs> our review of uh, episodes three and four of Survivor UK. Shall we be back next week to discuss Survivor episodes uh, five and six? Yes, please. Yeah, let's do it. Well, then we'll be back next week to discuss episodes five and six of Survivor UK on the podcast where we watch reality TV, so you don't have to. If you liked us, you know the drill. Give us five stars on Spotify on your podcast app. Give us a nice little review. Send us some love, you know, love letters written anonymously in blood. That's all fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, We want them. Uh, Please send them over. Uh, My name is Ryan Rashidi. You can follow me at Lenani's Lalina. My name is Will. You can follow me at I am dedicated to Pegleg. My name is Ivan. You can follow me at Help. I'm running out of blood after writing so many love letters. <laughs> and from all of us here, is see you very soon and goodbye. Bye bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.